This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome to The Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons & Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me are Grant. Zachariah Heros, at your service. Cody. Jack Rockman. Pippin. Mordecai. God damn it, why do I keep going more? I even said it four times to myself as Moriarty, and then I still... The one line, Mordecai. Fuck! <laughs> uh, Jonathan. Hudson Swift. And Alex. Clacker Volkson, eh? You betcha. Join us in our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. So we are going to meet each of the characters in kind of an organic fashion, as this adventure does not start with everyone gathered around at a table in a tavern getting a quest. Um, I quit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) see ya. (laughs) I saw what you did there. Yes, thank you. I saw what you did there. Uh, So we're going to start with Jack Rackman. Please make a constitution saving throw with advantage. Uh, 20. Very nice. So you only have one level of exhaustion instead of two. All right. Jack Rackman, you wash up on the shore, battered and exhausted, clinging to a single piece of driftwood. Salt water is in your hair, your nose, your eyes, bitter in your mouth. Uh, Once you get your bearings, you see that you are on an island with a tropical climate. Uh, Palm trees, viney jungle plants, and flowering ferns choke the land beyond the shoreline. Uh, to the south, which is to the right of you, looking toward the land, uh, you see a town of considerable size, uh, but it looks like it's about a day's journey away. You have no gear, and in fact, no clothes. What do you Well, I guess I get going. I, uh, grab some, maybe some leaves from these jungle plants <laughs> to wrap around myself. Okay, so you, um, are you, uh... Let me see. I'm trying to think about your background. Are you from a um, climate? Like, what what nationality are you from? Technically, I'm West Anakin, but I've mostly been on the seas. Okay. Um, I think that that means you haven't spent a ton of time in a tropical environment, so I'll need you to make a nature check. <laughs> uh, you do have disadvantage because you have one level of exhaustion. All right, I only got a four. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you grab some some leaves. They are not particularly large, but they seem to clump together pretty well. Uh, they're also really soft, which makes them easy on the skin. Very nice. Well, I guess I cover myself and make my way towards town. All right. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, it looks like it's probably about a day's walk away, especially in kind of the uh, jungly area. Cool. Okay, so you start... Um, Heading uh, southbound. Um, so, do you walk along the shore or um, into the kind of tree line? I think I'll stick to the shore. Okay. Uh, after a while, you get to kind of a rocky bluff. You can try to pick your way along it. The water looks a little bit rough here because of the broken nature of the shore. Uh, otherwise, you can kind of skirt through the uh, foliage a little bit and then head back onto the shore as soon as uh, possible. Yeah, I'll try and do that. Okay. Try and go through the jungle a little bit. But make my way back. Yeah. So you're uh, kind of picking your way through the leaves a little bit. And uh, you see, uh, you know, you you keep the ocean on your right. So it's very easy to see it the whole time. So you're not at risk of, like, getting lost immediately. Sure. 
Um, okay, so you uh, head into the foliage a little bit to get around the rocky bluff, and as you're picking your way through, you keep the ocean on your right so that you can easily uh, maintain uh, your position next to the sea and not stray too far away from it. But before you get back to the beach, you come across a, a humanoid reptilian creature of some sort. Let's see. Um, the uh, Do you speak uh, Islander dialects? I only speak West Anakin and trade speak and primordial. Okay, so... <laughs> um, let's see, I'll have you make a couple checks here to see if you can interpret what this creature is saying to you. We can do... Remember, all of your skill checks are at disadvantage because you have exhaustion. Mm. So we can do um, intelligence, nature, wisdom, insight, wisdom, perception, or any sort of charisma. And this is not a pick one and done. You can do all of these if you want to. I mean, if I can get persuasion in there, yeah. see if I can persuade him to help me. Uh, 19, even at disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's see, with your nature check, you think that this creature is a kobold, but its proportions are not like other kobolds that you've met. Like, its head is a little bit too big, its body is kind of chunky compared to what you're used to seeing. Yeah, with a persuasion, you can easily communicate your overall intent, if not your exact words. Uh, ahoy there, uh, creature. Uh, perhaps you can show me the way to town? It's you not, Sakura, y'all. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need you to repeat that. It's you not, Sakura, y'all. It's And she, like, points at herself as she says that. She says it again. It's And then she points at you. To the town! <laughs> <laughs> Take me! <laughs> Okay, so she points at herself and says, Ejansi, and nods, and then points at you and says, To the town. Right, take me to the town immediately. Okay, and then she nods and kind of reaches up a little scaly hand. You know, she's like up to your waist. She's pretty short. Uh, um, all right, I reach out and grab grab its hand. Uh, it's a great night to meet you. <laughs> shake his hand. <laughs> she kind of starts when you do that, but after a minute nods and then starts shaking yours like vigorously. Alright, you can let go whenever you like. <laughs> uh, she my leaves off. does not respond to that. She just kind of grabs on it and starts pulling you deeper into the jungle. Is, this doesn't look like the right way. She looks up at you and says, To the town. Alright, if you say so. Um, <laughs> okay, so she leads you deeper and deeper into the jungle, and it gets rather swampy. It's the leaves. Oh, Lord. So after about an hour of, of traveling around uh, through the swamp, she takes you to a settlement that is clearly not the town you saw on the coast, but is nonetheless a town of some sort. Arr, arr, this isn't where I was thinking you'd take me, but I think uh, it'll do. She nods and then points at, at the various buildings, and you see a uh, you see that this town is predominantly. Um, uh, lizard folk, uh, which kind of helps the gears click, and you can see that this is a lizard folk child rather than a kobold. That's what was kind of off about her proportions. Um, there's a handful of uh, other races here. There's a few kobolds. It's predominantly lizard folk, but there's probably a couple turtles as well. Hmm. Well, do I think that it's like not safe, or am I getting bad vibes? Can I roll like an insight check, maybe? Yeah, make an insight check. Oh, I only got five. Yeah, you're you're definitely uneasy. Like some of these lizard folk have large clubs or various like 
bladed tools that they're using. I'll say they're they're not like in active combat, but they're like using spears to get fish out of the water and things like that. All right. Well, thank ye, uh, young creature. Uh, appreciate it, I guess. She kind of shrugs and nods and then grabs your hand and points toward one of the buildings. It's like a smaller hut. All right, let's go. So she kind of pulls you over there and you, um, uh, do you let her take you inside? Yeah. So she takes you into a room where a, uh, how would I describe it? It looks basically like a family of lizard folk that are setting the table for dinner. It's, uh, it's pretty late in the afternoon at this point. Yeah, so she walks in and they all kind of look over at you and, uh, she, uh, kind of waves and they talk to each other in their lizard folk islander dialect and then she gestures to all, to you and says to the town and then gestures to each of them and says what you assume are their uh names is what it seems to be mm. Her, no no i'm i'm jack rackman to the town uh jack rackman thank you for taking me to the town though i appreciate it so the uh one of the older lizard folk is, like, tilting his head and watching this interaction, and then nods in understanding and explains in uh, the lizard folk tongue to, um, to this young lizard folk the communication error, and he introduces himself as uh, Slork. He says, uh, I am Slork. I am Ijunsi's father. Uh, what, what brings you here? Uh, well, you see, circumstances have found me, uh, Marooned here on this island, I, I have no, I'm not quite sure where I'm at. Not quite sure, uh, what's going on. I'm naked. Do you have any clothes by chance I can borrow? Yes, yes, we do have clothes. I, uh, would not recommend you use those leaves. You're, uh, clearly not familiar with this place, but those are, uh, that, that's gonna get pretty itchy later on. <laughs> oh, well, that is unfortunate. Uh... You don't suppose you could help me with that as well, do ye? Well, uh, I, our, uh, Shaw woman has been rather busy lately. I, I, I don't think that she has time to sleep, but, uh, you know, put... Uh, and he, like, kind of rummages through a cabinet. Put, put this on it, it'll, uh, reduce the, the itching, but I'm afraid, you know, it's... You're gonna have it for a while. My ism, sorry about that. Er, well... Rookie uh, mistake, it's alright. I've, I've seen people do it before. Sure, her. What's life without a few mistakes? That's <laughs> uh, right. I mean, it 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 doesn't affect us uh, scaly folks, so we we wear it as uh, you know cloaks and stuff sometimes. But the the pink skins I've seen that wear it, they uh they regret it later on. Well, I guess I'll just uh, put this away then. Uh, do you have anything for me to change into? Yeah, sure. Uh, come with me. And he um he clothes you. Because they're lizard folk clothes, there is still a sizable hole over your butt where their tail would go. Um, right. But at least the front of you is now decently covered. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little bit loose-fitting, but it's uh, definitely better than what you had. Um, they offer you a place at their table for uh, dinner, and uh, uh, Slork explains, You can uh, you can stay with us for the night if you want, and then... Uh, I or a Junzi can show you the way towards the uh, the town out there. I assume Westport is where you were trying to go. Her, yeah, the one on the on the shoreline there. That's what I saw from the beach. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Right. Well, we can take you there in the morning. 
won't won't get oh. close there myself. I mean, I've had some uh, some trouble with people thinking I'm some sort of monster. But oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll point you in the right direction tomorrow. Hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want you to risk anything. Uh, you can just get me halfway, and I'll find myself the rest of the way there. Certainly, certainly. I'll uh I'll get you back to the the shore. You can pick your way there pretty easily. It's a Straight, straight walk along the shore. Ah, uh, but for now, please sit, sit, eat with us. Uh, my, uh, my brother and I were here. We were just talking about uh, Kraz. We haven't seen Kraz in quite a long time. I don't suppose that means anything to you. You said you're new to this island. Yes, I, I wouldn't know this person. Uh, Kraz, was it? I doesn't ring any bells. Yeah, Kraz is the uh, the shaman. Is uh, best best shaman in the in the whole uh, island. Uh, the shawoman. Uh, she was saying she's uh, really missed having him around. Uh, haven't heard from him in quite a long time, which is unusual for him. But anyway, we, we hope he's okay. Uh, none of us know quite where he lives, so it's hard to check in on him. He's quite reclusive, that one. Hmm, interesting. I can't say I've heard of such a person. Keep your eye out if you, if you hear, or keep your ears to the ground, rather. If you hear anything, please uh, let us know if, uh, if you find your way back to us. Absolutely. You've already done so much for me, it's... You know, it's hard to imagine how I could repay ye. We gotta look uh, out for each other. Um, and then he serves you a, uh, what, what is clearly very appealing to lizard folk. It might not be the tastiest for a, a human, but it's like, kinda gunky swamp scum soup with bits of, um, like, fish egg jello floating in it, and things to that effect. They all enjoy it quite a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely poke at it for a minute. Um, does it, I mean, they're eating it, right? It seems edible. Right. I mean, you know I'll how, taste like, it. an alligator's mouth is? They're, like, chomping on it, you know? Like, pulling the bowl up, dumping it in the side of their mouth, and then, like, mashing on it a little bit. Yeah, I'll taste it. Does it taste pretty foul? By by your standards, yes. I will, um, like, rub my fingers together over it and just say, I'm going to put some of me special spice on it. And nice. use prestidigitation and make it not taste like garbage. Cool. That's a fun way to honor <laughs> them and not upset your stomach. I like it. Yeah, so they, they tell stories about um, like different times that they've interacted with Kraz. Um, overall, he seems like a pretty stand-up guy. He's done a lot for the people around here. And then they kind of show you to where you can spend the night. Well, thank you very much. I'll get, get some rest. Mm-hmm. It's been a long trip to your island yeah ijunzi the um the younger lizard folk probably tries to play with you for a little bit so depending on whether you're responsive or not she'll lose interest or she'll enjoy that uh yeah i could i could freak her out with between thaumaturgy and prestidigitation i'm sure i could whip up something you know mimicry thunder earthquake go through the whole thing yeah, Shoot she gets rainbows. super scared of it for a minute, and then when she realizes that it's just you and that it's, like, not harmful, then she really enjoys that. I don't do anything that's so outrageous to cause, like, a whole bunch of, uh, attention. Yeah. Just, like, you know, noises and light shows. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well, we will leave you there as you settle in for a night's rest with the lizard folk. Um, and we will move to Hudson Swift. Let's see. Um, Hudson, you arrive in Westport around uh, around noon. The, um, this means nothing to Hudson at the moment, but this is the day after um, 
Jack arrives on the island. Ah, uh, it's a good time to start drinking then. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, um, you have come to uh, Westport because you've heard rumors of a large treasure hoard that has been buried somewhere in Pinjarhal. Uh, the only uh, kind of leading clue that you have is that the owner of the treasure is purportedly a monstrous creature named Kraz. Alright, understood. Yeah, um, you arrive in the docks. Uh, where would you like to go in Westport? It's a small enough town you can get anywhere with no trouble. Mm-hmm. Alright, I think I'll head over to the uh, tavern, you know, get a bit of, bit of drum in me and, you know, find out, see if anyone knows anything. Alright, yeah, so that would be the Leaping Fish Relaxation Complex, which is an inn, tavern, brewery, tea house. Chuck E. Cheese for pirates. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese for pirates, yes, the Leaping Fish. Okay, cool. So, let's see. Um, yeah, so you can get some rum, and as you're kind of nursing your drinks... Leapy Fish. <laughs> Leapy Fish. Oh my god. <laughs> That's good. It's Inspiration. Nominate. First inspiration of the game goes to someone who is not currently present, so Alex, go ahead and grab that. Yes! (laughs) Oh, there, yeah, there's totally massages at this place as well, if you know, like, how and who to ask. Um, so, Hudson, as you are either, well, are you, you like, nursing a little glass of rum, or are you pounding glasses of rum? Like, how, how do you go about that? I think I'd be nursing a little glass. You know, it's only noon, so, you know, maybe one or two or three, and then you know, later in the day I'll have a little more. Right, okay. So while you're doing this, how are you going about um, trying to kind of suss out some information about the area? Um, I think I would... I think I'd buy people drinks, because I'm assuming there's, you know, other sailors, and, you know, their schedule doesn't align to the normal nine-to-five, so somebody's drinking, you know, somebody's partying after a long day's work, so... I think I'm going to yeah. go over, try to, like, see a group of, you know, maybe people who look like be some scruffy-looking sailors and buy them a few shots and see if, you know, loosen some tongues. Okay, for sure. So, let's see. There we go. All right, so, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's not it's not packed. This place could clearly accommodate a lot more people than it is currently. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, you got here right around a lunch rush, so there's quite a few dock hands that are in uh, on break from loading and unloading various boats. Mm-hmm. Um, since you're buying people drinks, I'm going to say go ahead and lose one or two gold pieces from your inventory. Alright, sounds um, good. Tell me whether it is one or two. Um, I'll do one, because he does not have much in the way of uh, money these days. Okay, so that will decrease any skill DCs by one. Uh, so, are you asking about um, the treasure, this monstrous Kraz? Are you asking about kind of the island itself what sort of line of inquiry um i think i would start with i'd be like i i'd be looking for a bit of work around here lads do you know where i could uh, start to sign up for something earn a few gold i haven't been too too up on my fortune lately oh right mate yeah the uh down at the docks the the various boats and stuff always need uh loading and unloading and then uh loading again and then more unloading when they come back from their various voyages uh, yeah there's always work down there uh, you talk to uh, Krusty Sean. He runs the the leaping fish here. Uh, he can probably find something for you too. Uh, what what kind of work do you do? Uh, you know, I do. Wow, I got Australian. I do a little bit of everything, and I you know I'm looking for something a little easier though. Like 
Maybe a little something more heroic, you know, not just unloading and loading boxes, you know. That's that's great and all for you guys, but well, what can I do that might might give me a little more coin than that? Well, now that's all right, proper offensive. Like, don't don't come telling old Billy that loading and unloading boats is uh is like all well and good, but it ain't heroic. Like those people, they they need that stuff uh put put in or taken out, like whatever it needs, wherever it needs put, they'll they'll put it there. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're, uh, talking about that not being heroic. Oh, uh, well, uh, you know, I, that is very heroic. I, I'm, I'm just not very, I'm not as strong as that, you know? I'd, I'd like something right, maybe right. a little more, more, uh, more, uh, suited for my smaller, you know, stature. You're, you're a big, strong, you're a big, strong fellow. I, I don't think I could compete with you. I think you'd, uh, out-earn me. Huh, well, uh, something small. I mean, let's see. Uh, we got, um, uh, around the docks, I can't can't think of much, honestly, but, uh, you, yeah, you talk to Krusty Sean, he, he might be able to hook you up. Anyway, thanks, thanks for the rock, appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, mate. You know, drink up, have a good one. Yeah. Good, good luck with all the loading and unloading, very heroic, yeah. Oh, right, that, that is, um, let's see, I'm gonna kind of montage this a little bit. You can have a couple similar conversations. Mm-hmm. I will, I will say, you can find, uh, um, you can find some work if you talk to the waiters and uh, waitresses that are servicing this room. Um, mm-hmm. They'll say, like, they're always looking for performers. Is that the kind of thing that Hudson is interested in? Oh, God, no. Uh, Hudson's not, not so much of a singer or a dancer. He's, he more enjoys the performances. Yeah, so after uh, that kind of thing, um, you know, you, you talk to someone who serves you, and then they go and talk to presumably Krusty Sean, who himself is not out in the in the open, and then by playing telephone a little bit, eventually they settle on paying you like a pretty modest wage to organize their um, wine bottles and kind of take inventory for a couple days, and they'll pay you like uh, free housing and a few silver pieces if you do that. Ah, that sounds like a good starting place to me. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. As long as they don't mind if I take a drop or two with the wine. So the the waitress who hears that she says, "Oh well, it'll uh, it'll come out of your paycheck to be sure. Uh, drop a." <laughs> Drop the drop the five silvers down to three silvers, and you can take one of those bottles of your choice. Ah, you've got yourself a deal. Right. Perfect. Well, uh, you can stall on that tonight. In the meantime, we'll uh, give you one uh, quick top off of your run there, just uh, on the house. Oh, thank you, lads. Been, been a little Very bit under, understaffed, so we appreciate your help there. And then as you're nursing that drink, let's see, is there any other information that you want to kind of gather from, like, uh, about the area itself, or are you just looking for work right now? Um, I think I'd probably ask them, like, Oh, you know, is there anything dangerous around here? Like, anything I should be worried about? Yeah, so make a, um, a persuasion check. With advantage, because, um, this waitress has, uh, you know, had some positive interaction with you. Oh, got it. So, 16. Yeah, so she, she says, well, in, uh, in Westport, not really, uh, Governor Smythe runs a, a pretty, uh, tight ship here, as it were. I mean, I know it's not a ship, those are out on the ocean and, <laughs> and all that, but, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but outside of Westport, yeah, it's pretty rough. I mean, the the jungle's real dangerous unless you have a guide that can help you avoid the poisonous berries and uh, various ferns that cause you to break out in rashes and the like. Uh, let's see, there's, yeah, jungle's a wild place. There's larger predators. Uh, they'll, uh, they'll usually avoid a fight as long as you, like, stay in a group, I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean, the Pinja House a rough place, mate. I, like... Uh, you heard of the the dagger fang spider? 
I have not. It's the it's the worst. Like those things are the size of size of those dinner plates over there. Like they're huge. Um, yeah, there's also like the um, big cats with like sabery like fangs and packs of wild dogs will eat you and, like strip you to bone in a matter of minutes. Like it this I I like the city. City's pretty safe, but um, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't step step out of the city unless it's to get on a boat and sail elsewhere. But you know, I mean, teach them. I heard, I heard tale of a monster named Kraz or something out there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much about Kraz. I, I heard that it's some sort of like, uh, dark force that corrupts the land around it. Like that's, that's all I've heard about Kraz. But, uh, you know how the people are in here. They're always spinning yarns about everything they can, try to make themselves look good. I, I don't know what to believe. I mean, that sounds less scary than a spider to me. Well. Spiders are freaky, but a dark force that corrupts the land, like, maybe that's where the spiders even came from in the first place. I, I don't know, I'm still more afraid of spiders. <laughs> well, alright then. That's fine. <laughs> and then she heads off to help another Wait, customer. can you top off my drink one more time, last, please? Uh, can you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought I'd rely on the generosity of, of your fine establishment that I'll be working for. Well, you can rely on the generosity of our fine establishment here if you uh, uh if you work here you can uh, earn money and then you can you can buy more to drink all right well i suppose i suppose <laughs> off with you then lass well so you don't want another drink uh, all right you know I'll, I'll be good for now thank you though uh, all right and she kind of um leaves she's like she's not really sure what to make of you is, is the sense you're getting. Like, she kind of enjoys talking to you, but she's, um, she's not gonna put up with any, like, swindling. So, as you're, as you're finishing off the drink that she refused to top off for free, uh, you hear someone kind of call out in your general direction, and three, I would say, brigands, scalawags, kind of saunter up to you. And, uh, one of them kind of shoves your shoulder and says, What you doing here, mate? This is my seat. I always sit here, sit here every day. It's reserved for me. What do you think you're doing here? I think I'm drinking here. What do you What do you think you're doing here? I think I'm drinking here. I think you need to scoot your little old uh, poop deck over to another seat. Why are you looking at my poop deck, mate? Are you hoping to grab a what, feel of it? What were you insinuate? No. <laughs> no. I just want you to move. Okay, this well, you can, you can use your words, lad. You can ask for that. Right. Yeah, on my seat. I always sit here. Yes. Word? No, oh, I ain't, okay. I ain't well, no uh, wizard. <laughs> you know, you could also be like a sorcerer or something, lad. What? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that use magic words, right? Uh, I don't know what you're trying to do. I just want my seat. All right, well, that's you're gonna move out. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm not quite done with my drink, mate. But once I'm done, yeah, sure, you can have it. Another twenty, thirty minutes at most. You serious? You hear that, Jug? You hear that, Slug? This guy ain't getting out of my chair. And we will come back to Hudson in a little bit. <laughs> We're going to shift over to Zachariah. Um, Zachariah, by what mechanism did you uh, arrive in Pinjerhow? Oh, um, I imagine I would have found a ship where I was able to perhaps kind of help pay sing for my supper a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily as a passenger, but I know my way around a ship. I'm not ex I'm not very strong, but, you know, I can help with, like, navigation or just stuff. Yeah, so let's see. You're, um, you're coming from west in general, 
on the map of Pinjarhau, is that right? Or, I'm sorry, not Pinjarhau, uh, the map of Nera Ohan in general, from, like, the Arcathians, uh, Tlatsukiyotl area. Uh, yeah. So you'd arrive on, like, a medium-sized ship. The captain doesn't personally thank you for, uh, your service, but there was, like, good rapport between the two of you, and you, um, captains are just busy, have other stuff to attend to. Well. Yeah, you, you, um, worked your way across the sea, um, through a variety of services, and, uh... You have arrived in town looking for an instructor for, like, uh, what, what we would talked about um, off-session, if I am recalling correctly, is you're looking for someone to kind of teach you more about necromancy as you're fairly inexperienced. I mean, I don't know if I'd use that word, but definitely looking to advance my studies. If there are any mages of note in the area or any writers or any historians absolutely would love to be able to take a look at their notes yeah so i imagine you um sometime prior to getting your contract on the ship you heard rumor of a noteworthy necromancer in pinjarhal um and uh, um some people have just referred to him as the necromancer other has um uh, other people have referred to him by the name of kraz and so that has drawn you to pinjarhal uh, once you arrive in Westport, what is kind of your plan of inquiry? Or how do you want to go about that? Yeah, so, I mean, I gather my things, uh, kind of check everything over. My raven lands on my shoulder, and I kind of take in the town and make notes of, you know, the way, pe- the, way the people seem to be walking and directions they seem to go. Very observant of all of that. Uh, I imagine... In my experience, the best place to go for information is going to be the local watering hole. So I would head to Leap E Fishes. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> the Leaping Fish Relaxation Leaping fish. Complex. Yeah, the place yes. is really hopping right now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, where better to get information? The uh, It's swimming the with it. <laughs> swimming with it okay so you arrive there and it, there's uh this is around noon it's during like kind of the lunch rush so there's some dock hands that are uh off duty getting some drinks and uh there's some waiters and waitresses that are servicing them all so you can uh, kind of ask any of them specifically or just listen to the conversation in general i don't see any reason why i would obfuscate my intentions i feel like i would walk up to the bartender or the okay. the server or some whoever is uh, pouring drinks and yeah <coughs> excuse me yeah and so <clears throat> there's a um, there's a human barmaid who just finished uh, filling up a, a medium sized glass of rum for a pirate looking figure um, who is talking with a kind of burly dock hand you know shirtless trou- uh, short trousers uh, they're talking about the uh, uh, heroic nature of working on a dock and loading and unloading boats. Um, and then the waitress kind of heads over to you and says, uh, well, hi there, my, n- my name's Alexis, what can I do for you? Pleased to meet you, Alexis. Uh, Zachariah, at your service. Uh, wonderful town, wonderful uh, leaping uh, aquatic complexes. I love it. Yeah, I, I quite like it too. It's a nice town. Uh, I seek information on a uh, individual and I would lower my voice be like 
uh, some some refer to him as the uh, I don't like this word, but the necromancer. Uh, you... Uh, you say you say necromancer. I uh, oh, I, I'm not sure. Lord down, capital N. Not, more of a uh, title than a uh, the uh, necromancer. The necromancer. All right. Uh, I I still a little out. You could probably go down a couple notches. She <laughs> like kind of looks down at the floor and then hunkers over. It's the the necromancer. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm not really sure about anyone. Uh, I've heard uh, referred to by that title. I mean, around hmm. here, there's just uh the governor and the uh, the, the council, All right. right? The council. Right. Uh, let's see. Any magicians? Any? Do you have any? Is there a uh, court, court magician got... that serves the governor? Is there? A... Magic no. curios at the market? Anything to that effect? There, there are some magic curios at the market. That might be a good bet. I mean, we've got, we've got stage magicians that perform here every once in a while, but not the. You know, it's, it's all uh, illusion. It's not like real magic. Right. It's not uh, real magic at all. Uh, I, the, there's a, there's a fellow at the, at the market who sells magical trinkets. I think that's, uh, um, right. he, he might know more. Is there a uh, bulletin board, notice board, any sort of bounties? Any do people post? jobs anywhere? How do, how do you get things done in the uh, beautiful uh, Sinking Fish Tavern? Uh, that's, that's Leaping Fish. Um, yes, yeah, that's what I, I said. In, uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's a notice board right over there on the wall there. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, we, we hire uh, Krusty Sean, the um, uh, proprietor here. He's uh, kind of in charge of all uh, the like official jobs around here. But, um, yeah, I mean, you want to perform... Uh, do anything like that you can put uh, uh talk to him all right all right well very good very good oh uh you haven't heard the name kraz by any chance have you her her jaw kind of quivers a little bit she says oh yeah 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 it's uh like a a, a dark like a, a taint on the land like a, a corruption or something like makes everything all evil uh personally i think that's where spiders come from <laughs> well i mean spiders don't evil. I don't know what you mean by evil. What, what do you mean that they're not evil? Spiders are the worst. Well, I mean, spiders eat plenty of blood. You have mosquitoes here. Do you have disease? Do you like well, getting diseases? No. Well, then the spiders are your friends. Just but stay away from them. Awful. Don't agitate them. They can you're eat awful. your face. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm not awful. All these words, dark, evil, taint. What is a taint? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right. Uh, well, uh, where can I find this dark evil taint? Oh, uh, it's way off in the jungle. I, uh, way off in the jungle. Way off All right. in the jungle. Do you have guides? Do you have? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jungle Jack uh, should be back uh, late uh, uh, tomorrow morning. I, I think is is what he said. It's like a three day uh, excursion. Three days. All right. Well, very good. Um, here you go, and I will slip her a few pieces of copper for her time. All oh, right. Thank um, you, sir. That, that um, makes up for the, the comment about me being evil or awful or whatever it was he said. Oh, I, I don't... I, I would love if you were evil. I mean, who, who says what is evil, who is not, right? I mean... Well, <laughs> all right. It's, it's spiders and mosquitoes. Do, do you understand, don't you? Uh, they're, they're both evil. Okay, all right. If there's anyone who seems strong, you know, muscle strong, uh, will walk through... Jungle and kill evil. Oh, sorry, I did the evil thing. You know, protect people from predators. Uh, and they're looking for work. Please, if you could, 
let them know I am in need of a guide, and if I could set out earlier than uh, Jungle Jim were to return, I would appreciate that. Uh, that, that was uh, Jungle Jungle Jack, and yeah, that's I'll, what I said. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> uh, keep keep my uh, eye out for anyone strong like that. Um, yeah. So from here, are you planning on going to the market to look for that guy? Or yeah. So uh, the magical, I don't know, artificer shop curios magician. Yeah, so let's see. I'll have you make a um, investigation check, basically to see how long it takes you to find a, the appropriate merchant. All right. 18. Nice. Okay. So it takes you, you know, 10 minutes to kind of browse the stalls a little bit, and then you hone in on the guy that you're pretty sure is um, uh, deals in magic of some sort. So is there any other sort of merchandise that catches your eye that would... Uh, that you're interested in, or are you purely here for information to talk to this guy? Any texts, any books, any, you know, not even necessarily intrinsically magical items, but I am on a quest currently of learning and increasing Mm -hmm. my experience. And so, I mean, if he had any sort of books, that would be great. But otherwise, I'd be very interested in any items that were, you know, intrinsically magical that he had, not so much in tricks or things like that, but... Yeah, so the merchant in question does have um, intrinsically magical items. Uh, does not carry books, but you do see a book stall. Do you want to go to the book stall first, or is that of lesser importance? Well, first I will ask this person if he has heard of the Necromancer, as far as the title, and ask him more about Kraz. And then I would go quickly take a look at the books. Just quickly. Okay, sure. So um, we will... Uh, yeah, you approach this, this merchant. He is a... Um, uh, gnome, um, and we will have uh, uh, your conversation with him on the second like rotation. So we'll come back to that in just a minute. Um, let's turn now to Moriarty. Hello there. Hello. You are a cook in your spare time, or like as a career, you are a cook on various um, seafaring vessels. You recently landed a pretty good gig on the adventure arc which is a an enormous um ocean liner run on um, steam power and magic power built in west danica and it's a luxury vessel so you've got a lot of important clientele um because of its sheer because of its sheer size it needs several chefs to be able to feed everyone on it so you are one of these chefs working under a senior chef that kind of coordinates everything. Um, you recently right. docked in Penderhow. Uh, you docked right around noon in the small town of Westport. Um, you've got a little time to yourself. The senior chef will need some help later in the afternoon. You in particular have been lured to Westport because of the tales of its famous bluefin razorfish. You will need to report to the chef later this afternoon, but you've got probably two or three hours of free time so how would you like to spend that is it like uh the fish would it be something like catch offshore or is it an ocean like a deep ocean fish it is a coastal fish it's a tropical coastal fish um pinjerhow allegedly has a pretty large uh, population on it all right well then i'll go try to find a nice fishing spot and just cast on my line for a little bit then while i got the time all right and uh, let's see, you know from uh, lore what you have heard about this fish. 
It's difficult to catch um, because it is a shallow water fish, so you need like a traditional fishing pole. Uh, but it has it's fairly large for being a small water fish, so it's kind of heavy on the line. Um, it also can use its razor-like fins to snap fishing lines, so they're very hard to catch. Um, once you do catch it, it can also be deadly in close combat because of its fins, um, and it, it is a fairly gangly and thin fish, all things considered, uh, so there's a very small amount of edible meat on a bluefin razor. Um, but that small amount of meat has um, been uh, alleged to be decadent, especially when properly prepared with garlic, rosemary, and soft butter. Seems I'm gonna be in for quite a fight then. Seems like it. Um, Alright, let's have you make a nature check. Oh, well then, I just fucked that up. That's a six. Yeah, so you're looking for, like, a good place to um, to do your fishing, and uh, you you really can't find one within Westport. I mean, most of the most of the coastline along Westport is um, constantly patrolled by all manner of rowboats and sailboats and uh, uh, deep ocean boats, and the little shoreline within the town just doesn't really have any good any good biting fish in it. So, unfortunately, you try that for couple hours to to no real avail the adventure arc will be docked here for quite a while like a, a matter of days so you do have another shot at it later but this afternoon just doesn't seem to be in your favor all right hmm. noon merges into afternoon and you head back to the adventure arc and uh, the senior chef finds you and pulls you aside and says uh, uh hey hey moriarty they uh they it's this the dumbest thing i've ever seen they uh, you know, we, we got our, our uh, supplies to restock the Adventure Art Kitchen. I asked for 40 pounds of seaweed, and they gave me 40 pounds of seaweed. And I can't cook with that. What am I supposed to cook with that? I've been told brownies are a good option. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration to uh, Pippin. Yes! <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that was well played. Perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. So he says, "Well, I mean, I can, uh, I can try that, but I'm not sure how the how the captain would feel about that. I mean, these are these are all like kind of snooty folk, you know, all these nobles. Uh, anyway, if uh, if you can just go into the marketplace and get this switched out and." While you're at it, though, we also didn't order enough potatoes, so I'll send the funds with you. But if you can stop by the potato merchant and pick up another crate, that'd be great. I suppose I could do that. Thank you, thank you. I'll uh, I'll add a little bonus to your uh, your payment. Always appreciated. And so he gives you <laughs> he gives you the money for the goods. Um, he explains that he'll he'll pay you the bonus like at the regular interval, so not right now. Um, but yeah, uh, do you want to do anything else or head straight to the marketplace? Well. Can I investigate the seaweed? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll head towards the marketplace. Okay. Uh, yeah, Business so you're able pleasure. to um, exchange the seaweed pretty easily. There's a lot of, uh, you know, it's it's not too hard to track down the person who, um, who gave you the wrong type of seaweed, and you get a refund, and then you can go and exchange it for the right type of seaweed. I have a feeling I'd have a lot more from <laughs> the trade than the... <laughs> The cost of seaweed would be a little bit more expensive than the seaweed I'm getting. Right. Thinking. Yes. <laughs> um, All right. 
Yeah, so you get the appropriate amount of the correct type of seaweed, and then you're heading over to the uh, potato merchant, and uh, you see him, uh, you see that he sells both potatoes and, like, a wide array of strange trinkets, and you see a hooded and, like, heavily clothed man kind of perusing the trinkets and uh, uh, discussing them with this potato merchant. So we will get to that interaction um, again on our next cycle through. We're going to head to the last player character now, and that is um, Clacker. Oh, hi there. Oh, hey. How's it going? Oh, hey. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, you know. Oh, sure. Okay. So, Clacker, um, you were offered an all-expenses-paid ride on the prestigious Adventure Arc. Um... This is a, uh, like I said, the Wistanakin um, ocean liner, uh, luxury ocean liner. The catch is that the person who paid for your fare, uh, whose name is Krusty Sean, um, he is the owner of the Leaping Fish Relaxation Complex, and he asked you to personally visit his tea house and sample his teas so that you can publish a review for him and hopefully drive up his business. Um, yeah, so you arrive at the adventure, or you um, arrive at the at the docks, it's uh, probably 1.30 in the afternoon, give or take. Um, yeah, uh, what do you want to do? You can head straight to the Leaping Fish, or you can kind of poke around town a little bit. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm uh, an orca person, an orca folk on a mission right now. You know, I've been sent there for a specific reason, so I'll make my way to the Leaping Fish relaxation complex and sample out the tea before I take a little gander around town. Okay. How was the quality of tea on the Adventure Arc? You know, it was uh, it was sufficient. It might have been a little oversteeped, so it was slightly bitter, but it wasn't anything that was too um, undesirable. It was overall, it was good tea. I would have it again, maybe with a little bit of sweetener. Okay, cool. Well, um, do you make that public knowledge for the uh, like crew of the adventure arc, or do you just kind of keep that one to yourself? I'll I'll let them know that the tea. You know, they. I've paid for all my expenses, so I'll let them know, you know, I'll kind of pull aside um, the person that made the tea. I say, you know, I really appreciate all done for me. The trip's been great. The accommodations were wonderful. I do have to say, the tea was a little bitter. You might have oversteeped it just by a little bit. What I would recommend is, you know, what kind of tea leaves did you use? And they explain it's um, black tea leaves from uh, kind of inland in West Anica. Oh, okay. So these ones, they don't need to steep for too long. You kind of just need to dip them in the water for maybe a minute and a half. Any longer than that, they'll start to turn bitter. So you want to get them in, get them out. And if you have them in longer than you want to, just add a little bit of sweetener if you got anything. And the uh, um, staffer that you're talking to is kind of rolling his eyes like, okay, whatever. And then he kind of starts putting the pieces together like a, a large orca folk who's telling me about tea. And then his eyes get really big and he goes... Oh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, sir, Clacker. Yeah, th- th- thank you for the advice. We we really appreciate it. Yes, we do. And then he hurries oh, it's my to, pleasure. to tell the chefs. My pleasure. I hope it turns out better next time. Uh, excellent. So from there, you head to the um, Leaping Fish. It was Krusty Sean, correct? Krusty Sean. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, you're in the VIP room. Got it. Of course. Yeah, so Krusty Sean, um, his name fits his appearance pretty well. Like, he's kind of a pudgy, doughy guy who doesn't appear to have showered in a couple days, but he's he's pretty friendly. He He's glad to see you. He says, All right, Krusty Sean, glad to see ya! Uh, or, that's my name. I'm Krusty Sean. I'm glad to see ya! You're a clacker, I've heard so much about you, and it's an honor to, to meet you in person finally. Come with me, I'll, I'll take you to the tea room. 
so you go through like the uh, stop me if, if I uh, am over narrating you but you go through the the common area where there's a piratey looking guy who's kind of chatting up one of the um, waitresses there and he leads you into a nicely furnished room where there is a steaming pot of hot water and three different cups with um, little what not not a tea bag but what's the little what's it called where you put something you put a bunch of tea leaves in a little perforated thimble type thing Oh, yeah. 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 Like a steeper, but... <laughs> a steeper? Uh, I think that's right. Like a little ball thing, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I should know this. Yeah, tea steeper. Yeah, I feel or like steep. there's a more refined word for it that... Uh, Strainer? Clacker would know. A tea infuser? Maybe. Well, anyway, he has he has three of those with different blends in each one. And so he basically says, So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to... Uh, Put each one in the in the water to steep, but I'll get different water between each one so that it doesn't um it doesn't uh, like all blend together. Of course. Yeah. So thank you again for uh, coming to to do this. I hope that your trip here was pleasant. I've heard very good things about the adventure arc. Oh, thank you very much. You know the accommodations were great. The adventure arc was very nice. I let them know that the tea was a little bit bitter, and you know I think that they'll make some changes to it to make it a little more uh, palatable. I see. Well, I, I hope they take your advice. They certainly should. And he kind of scratches his, his balding head nervously, and uh, he puts the first um, strainer of tea in the water, and as it's heating up, he explains, this is a, a fine blend of black tea leaves grown in Westanica. It's, it's best served with creamy, chilled uh, manatee milk and sugar from cane grown locally uh, in the Westport f- farmlands. It's hot and it's sweet and it has an undertone of what I think is pleasant bitterness. Um, it's got a dash of cinnamon from Mok Sandy to give uh, to give you extra focus and take the edge off the um, the jitters. That and anyone uh, listening to this in posterity will recognize that I bled from Australian into uh, English. That was intentional because I forgot this guy is supposed to have an English accent, not an Australian one. So imagine all of that was like that. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna do just a straight d20 roll to see how this blend of tea is. Yeah, so you saw the roll there, uh, Clacker. How do you react to this particular tea? Once it's done, um, steeping and it's ready to go, you know, I'll take the little, uh, the tea ball out and I will add in some... Is there manatee milk and sugar available for me to yes, add yes, in there? Yes, he's provided okay. all of that. He's provided a, a tiny little, um, teaspoon of, uh, uh, uh cinnamon as well. Okay, I will add in the manatee milk and the sugar, and I'll stir it around. I'll let it sit for a minute to kind of settle, get all the flavors absorbed and all together. And then I'll take a slight sip of it, and I kind of... He kind of shoots back a little bit. He kind of recoils. Ooh, I take another sip. Ooh, take a third sip. You know, I think these leaves might be bad. Oh, oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that, Clacker. I, you... You don't feel ill or anything, do you? Or you just mean low, low quality? Yeah, it seems they've been overdried. Uh, were these picked <sighs> a little too early in the season? You know, they must have been. I myself, I just imported. I'm, I'm not part of that uh, sort of process. You know, that's no fault of your own. It's the supplier's fault. You did everything <sighs> you could, but it just seems that these were a little too early, picked a little too early in the season, and maybe dried a little too much too. Well, that's uh, that's terrible. I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. I'll I'll have to talk with my suppliers and see if I can uh, help my game a little bit. Thank you for 
making me aware of that. You know, I have a good supply or two. I can, uh, I can maybe get you in touch with them as well. Okay, okay, thank you. And he kind of offers you a pad so you can jot that down. And in the meantime, I've been writing notes the whole time on my own, like, little personal scroll that I have. Right, and he kind of tries to glance over and see it, but it's hard for him to see it through his eyes that are starting to tear up at the disappointment <laughs> that you didn't like this first team. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so what's the second one now? Yeah, so, and then he's going to launch into the explanation of the second one, but we're going to have to cut around and come back to that in a minute. Jack Rackman, we uh, we had kind of a long intro with you, so I apologize. I know this isn't super stimulating for you, Cody, but we're going to come back to you after. Um, oh, you're good. Like, basically, you're just kind of walking through the jungle with uh, Slorik, and he's showing you the way back to the beach. That's kind of all that's going on right now. All right. All right, so we're going to cut back to, um, let's see, I'm trying to figure out what order I should do this in. We'll go to Hudson, um, and let's see, where we left off this... Uh, ornery uh scalawag here said uh, if i'm recalling right he said hear that jug hear that slug uh this bloke ain't getting out of my chair and uh, um i'm assuming you don't back down uh no i do not all right roll initiative <laughs> okay so the crony named jug is gonna get the first move and you will go right after him mm-hmm. so jug just kind of gets in your face and he's all like oh you're in for it now you you deny barrel is sleep. Uh, nobody does that and gets away with it, mate. And so he's just kind of all up in you. And mechanically, he is using the help action to give Slug a better a better shot at you. Mm-hmm. So Jug's all up in your face. The other ones haven't moved in yet. What would you like to do? I think I'm just I mean, going to go unarmed combat. Not going to pull out a sword quite yet. Don't want to escalate things. Right. Um, so there's Chug, there's Chug, Slug, and then Jack is the uh, third, like the main guy. Uh, Barrel. Jack Barrel. is uh, Cody's Oh, character, yeah, yeah, right, right. Who's not Got currently it. here. Okay, uh, Barrel. Um, I'm gonna just... I'm gonna throw a punch at Barrel. Just uh, straight up and say, like, something like... Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I see you found yourself two mates who... Uh, their names rhyme, huh? That take you a long time, or did you just change the names for them? And then I'm just gonna swing at him. Um, Got it, okay. Perfect, okay, nice. Crit <laughs> fail... <laughs> Yikes! Wow. So, do you uh, want to kind of describe what that looks like? Uh, I think that uh, Hudson's had a little too much to drink. He's had more <laughs> than he realizes. So when he gets up off the stool, he just kind of like tangles himself up in the uh, the like stool and just kind of falls on his face. Nice. All right. So uh, Slug rushes up um, as you're kind of off balance mm-hmm. and is going to attempt grappling you. So you'll need to make an. Um, Athletics or acrobatics check, your choice. Alright, got it. Alright, he has advantage because of Jug. Uh huh. So he gets a 22 against your 18. Yep. Okay, so you are now grappled. Your speed is zero. Otherwise, mechanically, I don't believe there's anything else right now. Just he's kind of got you in place. <laughs> uh, Barrel himself is going to grab a chair and stand on it and rip a leg out. So he's got a, a club now. Mm hmm. And he is going to smack you with it. He has right. advantage because he's got his goons around him. Yeah. Does a 14 hit you? It actually does not. Nice. Okay, so you kind of shuffle out of the way. And it, the the leg, I imagine, still makes contact with you, but not in such a way that you actually take damage. Yeah. Wait, doesn't he have advantage, though? Uh, he does. Thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Do I get inspiration? No. 
<laughs> it's an 18 hit. Uh, that one does, actually, yeah. Okay, so that is going to be um, 6 bludgeoning damage. Alright, 14. Yep. Uh, Judd comes in with just a, a kick. He does not have inspiration. That's a barrel-specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another 18, so... Yep. This only All does right. three bludgeoning. Alright, 11. Got it. And I should do the math out loud. Alright, um... I think I'm going to try and, like, kick backwards and kick uh, Chug, who's holding on to me, and try okay. to, like, kick him in the knee and, like, get him to let me go. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, does a seven hit? <laughs> um, let's see, you... Oh, let's that was, uh, Hudson. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Sorry. The 17. Um, a seven does not hit, unfortunately. Like, you make contact, but not in such a way that he takes damage. I was, I was rolling on disadvantage, so, uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, why why would you have disadvantage? Because I'm being grappled, aren't I? Uh, that does not impose disadvantage, actually. Oh, okay, it just it. Right. makes you have zero zero speed. Alright. Um, awesome. But seven being your first roll, it's still a miss. Yeah, so I kick backwards um, and do nothing. Yeah. Kick yeah. the kick the stool out of the way a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll come back to you in just a second, Hudson. Clacker. Uh Krusty Sean is explaining what is in the second tea as it is steeping. He says, uh, this tea here is a a green tea that uh, uh, the leaves are imported from Taiyang. Uh, I blended a unique combination of ginger, paprika, and cayenne. It is extremely spicy, and uh, uh, unless you balance it out with a spoonful of honey, so you can choose whether uh, which way you, you like to take it. It cleans out your sinuses wonderfully, and I am told by a Taiyangese merchant that it aligns the pieces of your soul for um, holistic wellness. Oh, that sounds delicious. I I certainly hope you think so. Um, let's see how delicious it is. Hmm. So I add, I'll add in a teaspoon of honey and kind of stir it around. I'll take a sip of the tea. Oh, okay. I'll take another sip. Oh, that is kind of spicy. And then on the third sip, I kind of set the cup down. He's like wringing his hands. <laughs> this one's definitely better than the first one. Okay. But it's still, there's something missing here. I don't know. It could be, I'll take another sip. It's too much ginger. Mm, okay. That it's just I, I can see that. It's just um, a little too much ginger. The spice is good. The tea leaves are much better than the last ones, but it's just the ginger is a little overpowering. You uh as you're as you're speaking, um, you're kind of explaining about the ginger, you hear a loud commotion coming from outside your room. Oh what's going on out there? Uh, oh, I'm I'm not sure, but I'm I'm sure my uh, attendants or my uh, wait- waiters and waitresses will take care of it. Uh, please, please. Uh, so you you were saying about the ginger, and it's there's definitely a... something going on. But he's you know clearly not worried, not concerned about that right now. It's just a little too much ginger, but you know everything else about it is good. Uh, okay, the ginger okay. just is it's too much ginger. Work on the proportions. That uh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so Hudson just kicked back and uh, missed Slug. It is now Slug's turn, and Slug is going to try to wrestle you down to the floor, where you will have disadvantage if you're if you're prone. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, make a strength or athletics. Sorry, athletics or acrobatics check to avoid right. that. Yeah, right. okay, so he's got you down on the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barrel comes in with a kick. And uh, what does he have plus four? There's a, a 12 miss. Oh, wait, it have, 12 he has advantage. But he does apologize. Advantage. Yeah. 15? Uh, I have 16, so... Nice! Okay, so... Yeah. yeah, he... I imagine he, like, kicks the stool and it kind of deflects the 
the blow from actually hitting you. Jug is going to come in with the same thing though and try to try to get you in the nose. He also has dis or has advantage because you are yeah. prone. So I'm going to roll 2d20 here. Uh, the higher of those is a 9, so he misses you as well. It's your turn again. Alright, um, I think I'm going to try grappling Jug as he's on top of me and like, get off me, big ugly lout, and like, uh, try like pulling him, or you know, like kind of grabbing him off of me, I guess, on the ground. Like, just getting really scrappy with it. Okay, so, let's see, uh, Slug is the one that has you grappled. Are okay. you trying to grapple Jug or Slug? Uh, Slug. I'm trying to grab okay. grapple slug and try to like pull him off of me. All right, go ahead and make athletics or acrobatics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with your rolls? Clearly, my Well, we know who's gonna die first. <laughs> Man, that's I don't know if I've seen anything like this. <laughs> yeah. So slug is is dwarvish, and so he's mm-hmm. just kind of laughing at your pitiful attempts at wrestling. Like dwarven wrestling is is a fine art, and you clearly do not know it. Yeah. Um. Now that he's got you down, he's just gonna try to punch you in the face. Okay. It's gonna be crazy when we get a character death in uh, the first first fight of the game. Well, an eleven that's with advantage misses you, so yes. you manage to shrug that off. Mm-hmm. Barrel is gonna come in for another kick. Uh, fourteen connects. also yeah. misses, right? No, or, fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I'm rolling two dice. Yeah. Yes, that misses. Yeah, cool. So you're still standing. We're back to the top of initiative, which will be Jug and then you. Uh, but we're gonna switch back over to Clacker real quick. So things are getting pretty loud in the outside room, Clacker. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Krusty Sean says, Right then, uh, you know, he's glancing at the door. He's a little bit worried about what's going on out there. But he says, so, so we've got one tea left here. And, uh, this is, uh, um, this, this last tea is made from the uh, the bright orange tea leaves grown in, um, one of the remote regions of Bagudaga. Uh, mixed with various medicinal spices like cardamom, cannabis, and witch hazel, it has a perky, prickly flavor that uh, starts out sharp and gives way to a soothing dullness. Uh, I find it's great to drink right before going to sleep as it relaxes your mind and your body. Oh. As he says that, there's a loud crash and, a, and like several grunts outside. Do you need to take care of that? Is everything okay? He uh, um he he shakes his head vigorously. He's like, no 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 no. I'm 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 sure it's it's definitely not a problem. And then he shuffles over and peeks out the door and uh, uh, make an insight check. Eighteen. Yeah. So on his face, there's like shock, surprise, a little bit of fear, but then he masks it and closes the door and shakes his head. He says, no no, everything's fine out there. Um, are you are you ready for this final tea? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like everything's okay, but <laughs> you know. If the tea's ready, I'll have it. Uh, it, uh, yes, I believe it's been properly steeped. I'd so like to, course. I'd like to imagine you can hear, like, cursing at this point from out there, like, You bleeding son of a- And, like, just a bunch of yeah, yelling yeah. and, like, <laughs> like, glasses being shattered and, like, tables scooching over because everyone's trying to get out of the way. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, but he, he pours you this final cup of tea and, uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, he's just nervous. I take one smell of the tea. I bring the cup up to my mouth, and I take one smell of it, and I just put it back down. I just go, this isn't good tea. <laughs> and his face just falls. There's, like, mirror image tears that come out of the corners of his eyes and go down his cheeks. 
And he just kind of nods and then pours the rest of the tea out on the floor in, in shame. <laughs> I don't think there was anything I could do to help with this one. It was, there wasn't a single thing that went in there that was good. Oh, okay. Th- th- thank you for, for telling me. Um, and I'm so, scribbling notes. Well, uh, you, you, you really don't need to write a review of, of, of my, t- my teas after all, Clack. I'm, I'm sorry for the trouble. You know, I wish I didn't have to, but it's it's my duty to do it. I can add a little bit of fluff no, for you. No. I'll... The, the, really, really the, there's, there's no need for that. What, the good, good citizens... <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> the... The, the good citizens of, of Westport need need not uh, share your uh, disdain. I, 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 w- I won't serve that tea again. Well, you cannot serve that tea, but the people at Tea and Honey Quarterly are expecting something from me. I can't give them nothing. No, not Tea and Honey Quarterly. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I've got to do something. It's, it's my duty. I was brought here for a reason, and, you know, I appreciate you bringing me out here, but just like you have a job to do, I have one to do as well. Well, that that may be then, and you see like a rather nasty look kind of cross over his face, and he he says, "Well, your uh, your all expenses paid trip was uh was one way. I hope you know that." That wasn't the agreement we first had. That most certainly was the agreement, and he like kind of picks himself up and storms out of the room. Oh well, you know someone's mad that his tea's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Certainly Wait, is. Would you say that he was leaving the room? <laughs> okay, just for that, I hope this crits on you. Oh. Uh, it didn't crit, but an 18 hits you, right? Yes, it does. Okay, that's gonna be uh, three bludgeoning damage, and it's your turn. All right. Uh, okay, so it's it's wait, I'm trying to think. It's slug that's still on top of me, right? Slug is still on top of you. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna say like I'm gonna start yelling at the top of my lungs and be like, "Ah, you bleed marauders! I I knew you were nothing but no good blackguards since I saw you. I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna gut you like a fish when I get the chance, and I'm gonna like reach out. I'm gonna try to grab like um, I'm gonna try to grab Barrel and bring him to the floor with me, like okay. grab his ankle. Yeah, making athletics or acrobatics check. All right, athletics again. You nailed him. He's down on the floor right beside you. I, yeah. And I think I'm going to spin. I'll, I'll throw you a bone. He takes one bludgeoning damage from falling to the floor. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate that. First blood! <laughs> <laughs> that took a long time, but we got there. You you got there, yeah. Um. So you knocked him prone. You're not currently grappling him. That would be a second, like, check. Mm-hmm. So once you're level five, you can do both in the same turn. Yeah. Right now it would take two turns. Um, so it's Slug's turn, and he's gonna go for another face punch. Um, that's a 15, which I think misses. Misses, yeah. Okay. Barrel's turn. Barrel looks at you with anger, and then stands back up, and then tries to kick you. (laughs) And uh, gets a 19. That does hit, yeah. Yeah, and that'll be, uh, six bludgeoning damage to you. Alright. Jug's turn. not looking very good right now. Uh, 13 misses you though so you're hanging on Mm -hmm. Uh, Clacker what are you doing at this point I'm going to get up and see what the commotion's all about because that's too much noise for me to. I'll finish my notes first and then (laughs) I'll go see what the commotion's all about 
Okay, you're finishing your notes first. We'll do one more round, and then you'll appear. I put you kind of up toward the top of the map there. Okay. Hudson, it's your turn. Alrighty. Um, I think in this scenario, I'm going to take second win. Okay. That is a Smart. bonus action, so you still get an attack or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I got 10 health back. Nice. Nice. Good roll. That helps me a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, and then I'm going to try again, like wrestling with uh, Chug and uh, getting him off of me. I'm going to make another athletics check here and see if this time I can, you know, successfully. Ooh, looks like it. Yeah. Woo! Knock him off of me. Is that the first crit? Yeah, I think game? it is. Nice. I think Woo! it is. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Given the circumstance, so you crit, like, suplex him over you. <laughs> Go ahead and roll 1d4, and I'll add your strength, and he'll take that much damage. All right. And you're now, you are now grappling him. Got it. Um, two, and I have a three-strength modifier, so five. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so that's like a third of his health. That's a good good chunk there. You can see the, the hit, like, hit point bars, but not the numeric values for them right yeah mm-hmm. okay cool um yeah so he's not happy with that and now he's down on the floor and grappled so he's gonna try to punch you but he's got disadvantage this time mm-hmm. uh yeah so he misses barrel comes in with a with the club to like the base of your neck still has advantage because of his uh, buddies yeah Ooh, and he got a crit too that yeah all right yeah yeah so Let's see, it's going to be the normal damage plus 1d6. So you take 11 damage. Oh boy. Uh, Goodbye, second win. Yeah, and Jug is going to come in for another quick kick, and then uh, um, Clacker will arrive on the scene. Uh, And he misses. So you're hanging on with one hit point. Uh, Clacker, can you please roll initiative? I'm I'm not assuming that you're joining the fight per se, because you don't know any of these people, but just so that it happens sequentially. Right, uh, 12. Okay, so, Hudson, it is your turn. I think I'm gonna yell out, like, You bleeding orca folk, come help me! Like, I- I'm getting my ass kicked here, mate. And then I'm gonna try to... I'm gonna stand up and try to, like, just launch myself into barrel and, like, tackle him into the bar where, like, all the, like, bottles and, yeah. you know, glasses are. Yeah, make an attack roll. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, what was your attack roll? Mine? 12? No, yeah. it was, like, 22. Crazy. That was 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 12 is good enough. You hit him. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and that was just unarmed, right? Yeah. Okay, so it'll be uh, 1 plus your strength for a total of 4, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll have him fall prone for that. So two of them are prone. You're not grappling any of them anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're standing, and Jug, who appears to be the most useless so far, is the only one still standing. Yeah. Uh, Clacker, it is your turn. Do you jump into battle, or do you wait to kind of see what's going on? I'm gonna yell at them and be like, Hey, knock it off. This is a nice establishment. You don't do any of that here. Take it outside. Okay. And, uh, uh Slug says, We'll take him outside, and stands up and tries to kick, uh, Hudson. Or punch Hudson. Hey, you leave him alone. Uh, he's gonna miss. Jug is, or Barrel is gonna do the same. Uh, 18. That does hit, yeah. And that's going to knock you unconscious. Uh-huh. Um, it was a non-lethal blow, so you don't need to make death saving throws. Got it. And uh, Jug kind of catches your body, and they start pulling pulling the guy outside. Um, Barrel looks back at you, Clacker, and says, Oh, right, mate, sorry about that. Sorry about the mess. He just he was sitting in my chair, and I can't have anyone doing that. So that's a bad precedent, you know? 
Well, now he's not in your chair. You knocked him out. Leave him alone. Take your chair and just let him be. Well, we're just going to toss him outside so he's not uh, bothering the customers. Don't worry about him. Well, okay, but you don't don't hurt him anymore. I don't want to have to step in. Anymore. He's, no, he's knocked out. Okay, well, just let it be that way. Uh, we will, we will. Uh, yeah, so they dump Hudson's body outside. They saunter back in and share some drinks and some laughs. Clacker, do you respond further to them, or do you just kind of leave leave that lie? Um, I'll ask my bag, do you guys know where I can get some good tea around here? <laughs> um, they're not the tea-drinking types, so Beryl is just going to say, uh, not, not, I mean, it's pretty good ale here, but that's about all I know. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not much of an ale drinker myself. I prefer the tea, but, you know, if you like the ale, is it good here, you said? Uh, well, I think so. I like it. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy. Uh, I know I won't. All right. Yeah, and so they kind of turn and go back to their conversation. We're now going to go to the marketplace where Zachariah and Mordiarty are each speaking with a merchant. So, Zachariah, you're perusing a rack of... uh, magical items or like little trinkets with small magical effects and mm-hmm. Moriarty you walk up with your sack of appropriate seaweed looking for a <laughs> crate of potatoes and uh, as the two of you approach uh, Zachariah you are arriving a little bit earlier so you'll have a little time to talk with with this character before um, Moriarty arrives the merchant turns to you Zachariah and says oh I like your egg uh, it's a potato oh okay sorry <laughs> He says, it's a fine potato. Well, thank you. Hello. It is lovely to meet you today. My name is Body Nook. What is your name? Oh, uh, my name's Zachariah Harrows. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you, Zachariah. I am Body Nook. What can I yes. do for you today? Oh, yes. Um, uh, Do you create these magical trinkets yourself? Is this uh, something are you uh, skilled in the arcane arts? Uh, well, of a sort, but no, I do not create these myself. I assemble them from all over the the multiverse. I gather them from everywhere. You see, uh, there's an item over here, and he holds up like a little trinket, that was given mm. to me by a group from a far-off place called the Icewind mm. Dale. What oh. can I get for you? What are you interested in? Would you like a sh- potato from the exotic land of Idaho? That actually sounds extremely interesting. Uh, do you... <laughs> for some reason, that's piqued my interest in a huge way. Uh, <laughs> how much is the... Uh, you can call it a, 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 a potato? Yeah, yes, it's a potato. They're like potato. the... Uh, yeah, yes, I've, I've traveled right. this realm a little bit, and they have uh, taro roots here that... They're, they're very similar to that, if you've ever eaten a taro root. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've definitely eaten things before in my life. Um, do I get the idea that he is uh, embellishing this story, this object? Like, does he is he trying to sell it to me, or is it actually... Yeah, make an inside check. Does he find it to be, like, a more rare thing? I got a four. Huh, so you, yes, you think that he's embellishing, you think that he's making up a bunch of locations, Icewind Dale, Idaho, these things can't oh, exist, yes. they're clearly fictitious. Well, I, 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 uh, the, the potato, very interesting, um, I can't be bothered with, uh, uh, listen, uh, I, I am looking for a, a certain individual, um, 
maybe you can help me. He's known as the Necromancer. Oh, yes, of course. The Necromancer of Could you Penja please keep Hell. it down? You're, you're very loud. Just... <laughs> But of course, I am a merchant. I must compete with all the other uh, uh, criers of their wares. Yes. Listen, listen. How, how about this? I buy your potato. You give me the information a little bit quieter. Uh, it's worth your time, correct? Okay. <laughs> that works oh. for me. You can buy <laughs> a potato for slightly more price than the normal, and I will give you information. For you see, I sell potato. potato. I sell information. Sell, sell magic trinkets. All of them have My a price, goodness. yes. And, um, <laughs> pipping around this time, uh, Moriarty can arrive. Oh, you got potatoes. One moment, please, sir. Hello, it is lovely no. to meet you. Oh, God. My name please is Body Nook. What is oh, your name? <laughs> oh, the name's Moriarty. Hello, Moriarty. It is lovely to meet you. My name is Body Nook. Oh, Body Nook, nice to meet you. Moriarty, if you could just give me one moment, please. Uh, Body Nook, you were telling me. Uh, oh, and I. I mean, he was much... just talking to me, sir. Moriarty. Uh, I'll also say because Body Nook is a gnome, and you're both um, like human-sized. He's just kind of going back and forth like a kid between two parents. <laughs> just one moment. I my my business is nearly concluded. Body Nook, um, please. You said that you you're familiar with the uh, the, the necromancer. The necromancer. necromancer, yes, I am familiar yes. with him. Um, Where do I find the necromancer? Why would you be interested in a necromancer? <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a job. It's just a, it's a name. It's a silly name. Uh, yes, uh, Kraz. Like, uh, like The name of the it's necromancer you're looking for is, uh, Kraz. Kraz is a, a, a necromancer that lives in the, in the jungles a couple, couple days, uh, Northeast of town, yes. Uh, anything else you want to know? It, it will mm. come with a price. Oh well, how much for this uh, uh, potato from uh, Idaho? Uh, yeah, yes. Let's see the potato from Idaho. It's uh, five silver pieces. Oh, good dear! Those dear, are some expensive potatoes. Dear God, man! <laughs> oh, they All are right. delicious, though. You eat them, and uh, you eat them in. in a, uh, within six seconds, you eat them very fast, and they heal you. Yeah, yes. Oh, very good. Uh, well, I, I only have gold pieces on me, so uh, can I have a uh, p- perhaps a small sack of your po- potatoes? Yes. Um, we're doing uh, ten uh, silver pieces to the gold piece, so you can get two uh, um, Idaho golden potatoes for one gold piece. Oh, very good. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate uh, help with your information. And I would look up at uh, Moriarty for the first time. Oh, you don't uh, don't appear to be local. No, there. I'm just uh, stopping by in this port city on my travels. You don't look much of a local yourself. Oh no, uh, absolutely not. I mean, local. if you were, you probably wouldn't be paying for uh, information on a necromancer. <laughs> Astute. Uh, again, it's just a it's just a silly title. I once sure, knew a man sure, named uh, sure. Singing Dave. Couldn't, couldn't, no bars at all. <laughs> um, do you take on any sort of, you know, uh, adventuring contracts? Do you uh, do any side work? Uh, I could use some assistance. I need to head uh, northeast town here. Oh, or if well, you know anyone, he's going to the Necromancer. <laughs> I, I thought that's Bobby. what he was talking about too. 
Well, wait, you always wait, wait, I do you. have a few days. One moment. One moment, sta- Moriarty. One moment. And, sir, do you in good yeah, conscience yes. sell all of your customers' information to any passersby? This is a breach of privacy. I'm highly offended. Well, if you wanted me not to say, you needed to pay a little bit more. Yeah, yes. Oh, he, he does have a point. <laughs> Everyone through the world. The gold, the silver, the, po- the potatoes. I do hose. All right. Um, uh, regardless, uh, uh, I, I would absolutely adore your help. I am in a little bit of a hurry. Uh, existentially, not so much like in this moment, but I don't like waiting for things. Um, do you think we could head... Northeast, I could uh, perhaps contract your services, something to that effect. Well, I, I do need to ta- buy some potatoes and take them back to the ship for a bit. Oh, it's, uh, it's potatoes. You need potatoes. I yes. have I do those. need some yes. potatoes. I, yes, potatoes. that is why I'm at your store. Your trinkets and bubbles have no uh, interest to me right now. I'm here to buy actual potatoes. Of course, I have many potatoes. What kind of potato do you need? I have uh, potatoes of lesser healing. I have little red potatoes. I have potato wedges that you can throw at people. Uh, I have potatoes from all over the the many worlds, yes. I'll, I'll stick with uh, some either little red potatoes, uh, maybe a couple of russets if you have those. You know, just some normal galley food potatoes. Nothing fancy. Oh, a russet potato for galley? That's pretty fancy if I uh, say so myself. But yes, I can, I'll get you a crate of assorted potato. Um, and he does that, and money is exchanged. This is all out of uh, the senior chef's pocket, not out of yours. So, uh, if you want a potato for yourself, you can buy one. But um, yeah, the, the senior chef's uh, stock is taken care of. All right. Well, I, I get... And how much is it for one of those Idaho potatoes without the price tag of some information? Ah, uh, five silver pieces, yeah, yes. Wait, wasn't that how much he paid? He paid one gold for two pieces and a little free information. You know what they say, if the first information is free, they keep coming back for more, yes. <laughs> I won't be coming back to him for any more information. Alright, I'll get a couple <laughs> potatoes. And I, uh, Moriarty will buy, uh... Two Idaho potatoes. Thank you for doing business with me. I hope to see you again soon for all your potato information magic item needs. Yes. This is growing quite the portfolio. <laughs> this is quite a... This was not what I thought we were going to be. I was going to be Enterprising doing. Enterprising young gentleman, Billy. Potatoes. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> young, yeah, yes. I, I, well, I knew that word once. <laughs> all right. All right, Zachary, I, I have to deliver these potatoes back to my ship for now. But All if right. you're looking for some help, we are staying in port for a few days, so I should be able to lend oh, some assistance. That'd be wonderful. Uh, I, for I, I will, a price, uh, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure we can work something out. I, I'll go wait at the uh, uh, sinking sand massage parlor. Uh, <laughs> Oh, doesn't have high hopes with that name, but all right, I'll meet you at the Stinking Sun Massage Parlor. All right. Uh, uh, um. Oh, Ed, the name's Moriarty and yours is... And Moriarty will reach out a hand to shake, like shake. He looks down a little nervously at his um, hand and kind of like quickly pulls out a glove and pulls it up a little bit and shakes your hand and just says, oh, uh, Zachariah Harris, it's 
And as you do that, a shorter hand reaches up and grabs both of yours <laughs> and says, And I am Body Nook, yes! <laughs> oh, boy. Nice to meet you, Body Nook and Zachariah. All right, well, I have to deliver my potatoes back to the ship, so I will meet you here in, I don't know, probably ten minutes. It depends how long it takes to get this crate back. I'm going to go to the uh, complex. Um, the no, stinking uh, sound massage parlor? <laughs> Oh, I do call it something different every time you say the name. It's just a little off-putting. Oh. We'll go over there, and I'll wait for you. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate your willingness to uh, provide services. Not so often you meet helpful people in these parts. Yes, it's hard to find people that are straightforward and forthright. Dear God, he scares me every time. He's been standing there the whole time. But every time he speaks, I jump a little. I... I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, all right. Goodbye. And he kind of quickly runs away. Moriarty's going to look down at the gnome and he's going to, he's a little bit of a strange fellow, don't you think? I think so. I'd uh, keep my eye open around him. Something seems a little bit off about him. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep my good eye on him. And he'll point at the non-eye-patched eye. <laughs> Buddy Nick like nods and taps his nose and then takes his toboggan and lowers it down over one eye and nods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Body Nook, you have a good, great day. I'll, I'll see you maybe around. I will see you too, Zachariah. He's Moriarty. Moriarty, and I am Body Nook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and just lift the crate up and go about his business. Take All him right. back to the ship. Perfect. All right, well, I think we're going to have to call it here. Um, I was hoping to get through one more thing, but we'll roll that over to next session. So uh, the team has not yet fully crystallized, but we will leave it here with, uh, let's see, Jack uh, traveling along the shore, getting closer and closer to Westport. Uh, Hudson is unconscious in an alley somewhere. Uh, Which is not an unusual occurrence for him. Not an unusual occurrence for him, certainly. Uh, Clacker has been woefully disappointed by the tea, but realizes now that his all-expenses-paid trip was apparently only one way. I have the contract somewhere. Right, you've got the contract somewhere. Uh, Moriarty and Zachariah have briefly met and um, shared a lovely conversation with Body Nook, and now they are headed their uh, separate directions for the time being, with the possibility of teaming up uh, in the imminent future. Yeah, so we'll leave it there for uh, today. This has been The Kaleidosphere, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Thank you for joining us on our epic voyage. If you enjoyed this, then please like, share, subscribe, and leave a hopefully five-star review. Uh, any method of spreading awareness helps us out a ton, and we're very grateful for that. To Whom the Sea Belongs is dedicated to Brandon, whom we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. That's kale, like the vegetable. Ido, I-D-O, Sphere. Join us next week as hopefully the party will come together. <laughs>